Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the north side of the San Francisco Bay to Singapore, welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio with your host, business owner, lecturer, author, Master Trainer, Tiaja, with over 30 years of experience in the health and fitness industry. He will challenge the fitness between your ears. So prepare your mind, body, and soul for the revolution of self-care, the evolution of fit, with real talk about real people, real health, real fitness, and the real deal behind our present illness culture. Real talk every time, all the time. Get weekly insights on how to shift your thinking, emoting, eating, training, hydrating, goal setting, and resting for you, the everyday athlete. You can cheat your fitness, but you can't steal your health flow. It's Tuesday, 9 a.m. Let's flow. In the Western world, we are taught through public education to view and to trust the world from the waist up. It is though we are disembodied, and in many ways, we are. For even when we permit ourselves to think freely, such free thinking is only allowed on one side of the brain. The analysis is greater than creativity in Western culture only because the industry is giving a higher precedence over humanity. Thus, the entire Western world has been cast into a revolution of sorts relative to what we think about the world we live in, at least from the waist up. See, you were once an avid learner. To prove my hypothesis, I only need to take you on a small journey back to your childhood. When you were eight months old, you learned how to talk. No one taught you how. Your parents wouldn't know how to teach you. It would be far too complicated, not to mention they would lack the requisite patience to do so. So how did you do it? One of the most complicated things to master in life, if not the most complicated, is human speech and language. And you accomplished it without the assistance of a class, instructions, or an instructor. Welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio. I'm your host, Tiaja. Today is Tuesday, November the 21st, 2017, and we're just a few days away from the holiday called Thanksgiving. Now, all over this nation, we have much to be thankful for. On most days, we wake up and we go through our daily routines without thinking about it, without looking up at the sky or taking a moment to hear the birds singing or to notice the beauty of the grass beneath our feet or the canopy of trees above our heads. As many of you know, in Northern California, we suffered one of the most destructive wildfires in its history. So many lives displaced, so many acres destroyed. But just like Houston with Hurricane Harvey and Florida with Hurricane Irma thereafter, we are indeed standing on the shoulders of thousands. Thousands of firefighters and volunteers who put their lives on the line to keep our homes and our communities safe 
So to them, this Thanksgiving, we are thankful for them. Still, we are also grateful for the little blessings in life, like air to breathe and water to drink and a roof over our heads and food on our tables. In today's episode number 16, I'm going to continue our discussion on what should we eat. Over the past few weeks, I've been discussing with you the lifestyle choice, some call veganism, which is often erroneously misunderstood as such. As I pointed out, veganism is an ism. And an ism is a distinctive philosophy, a practice, a system, even a political ideology. Also previously mentioned, uh, the idea of veganism only came into existence around the 1940s and that its introduction into our cultural discourse has only been over the last few decades. In fact, Less than 1% of the American population are professed vegans, though you wouldn't know it by all the literature and propaganda, as well as the documentaries that have been made in recent years promoting the vegan lifestyle as the only way to stave off Western diet-related diseases such as heart disease or diabetes, HDHD, autism, dementia, and Alzheimer's disease. Meanwhile, the paragons of vegan virtue, the political and ethical vegans, shout down with more authority the meat, dairy, and poultry industries as the true villains responsible for climate change or desertification and habitat destruction. Perhaps this is why what we eat has become so controversial. And there's no arguing that how the foods we eat are produced pose a great threat to the environment. There's also no debate about the man-made chemicals and pesticides farm and agricultural industries in general have caused changes in the climate, desertification, and habitat destruction. But how did these industry-specific altercations become arguments about what we put on our plates? Interestingly, reversing climate change may have less to do with CO2 than with raising H2O in the atmosphere. After all, there is an interplay between the large water cycles and the small, the biotic pump, the flux of evaporation and condensation in the air and in plants and soil. The constant exchanges between the two are what really changes climates and ecosystems, not necessarily emissions. The fact that Agriculture has destroyed nearly 99% of the world's topsoil poses a much greater carbon footprint than does any other manufactured political threat. If you think of soil as a huge basin for water, then it only makes sense to think of restoring the climate drop by drop and managing land with water foremost in mind, because soon the demand for water worldwide will be 40% greater than what it is now and what is now available. In my humble opinion, such numbers are a lot more real and frankly sobering than are the ominous projections of conventional climate change. But now back to the reality of what we should eat. So many people are on a diet, off a diet, wondering about a diet, trying to lose weight, trying to stop bloating or indigestion, acid reflux, trying to get more energy, sleep better, or just walk up the street without getting out of breath. It's exhausting just to say it, let alone to live that way. 
Ironically, just a couple of generations ago, we worried about having enough food. Now we worry about eating too much. Still, the majority of Americans suffer food-related illnesses, but not because of overconsumption. Rather, malnutrition is now a major factor in many of the diseases and illnesses our modern culture is afflicted with. Recently, a prospective client asked me about the ketogenic diet. She had experimented with several other diets, including the Atkins diet at one time, and she had read something about the keto diet online. So for those of you who are not familiar with this diet, the ketogenic diet, it is a diet that is a high fat, a protein rich diet that emphasizes low carbohydrate intake as well as a little or no sugar. On a keto diet, you are allowed to eat meat, particularly fatty meats like pork bacon, whole eggs, drink whole milk, eat butter, and other saturated fats, while which by other dietary standards would be completely taboo. Now there is some science around the keto diet, but of course there is also much controversy. The idea behind the keto diet is to force the body to burn fat instead of carbohydrates and simple sugars. The original therapeutic diet for pediatric epilepsy provided just enough protein for body growth and repair and sufficient calories to maintain correct weight for age and height. This was the classic therapeutic use of the ketogenic diet. First developed in the 1920s, it was widely used in the next decade, but its popularity waned with the introduction of anti-convulsant drugs like diazepam and Keppra. Again, the original keto di the ketogenic diet maintained a 4 to 1 ratio by weight of fat to combined proteins and carbohydrates. This was achieved by excluding high carbohydrate foods such as starchy fruits or vegetables and bread, pasta grains, and sugar while increasing the consumption of foods high in fat such as nuts and cream and butter. You may recall that most dietary fat is made of molecules called long-chain triglycerides or LCTs. However, medium-chain triglycerides or MCTs made from fatty acids with shorter carbon chains than LCTs are even more ketogenic. So today there is a variant of the classic ketogenic diet known as the MCT ketogenic diet which uses a form of coconut oil which is rich in MCTs to provide around half the calories we need each day. As less overall fat is needed in this variant of the diet, a greater proportion of carbohydrate and proteins can be consumed, which allows for a greater variety of food choices. Now, now let me share with you a personal testimony I shared with that client. See, I have personally gone on an MCT ketogenic diet, and I can tell you I suffered no ill effects from it. In fact, not only did I enjoy a significant decrease in subcutaneous body fat, I actually made strength gains, increasing both my bench press and my squat weight performances. Now, I normally don't go really heavy in either anyway, and instead concentrate on form and deliberate and focused concentric and eccentric movement. Still, I was able to rip out 
15 to 20 reps at 235 on the bench and the same for squats. Now, by the way, I also believe in strength balance as well as physique symmetry. Not just for the sake of looking balanced, but for the more practical reason of lessening your chances of injury. But I digress. The point I'm making is, I actually made gains, I actually gained strength and endurance while on the keto diet. I made gains. However, let me throw out this obligatory disclaimer before I go on. As I tell all my clients, you should check with your physician before starting a new dietary regimen, particularly if you are on prescribed medication or a dietary program. Now, I remained on the keto diet for roughly about a month before cycling off. Another aside, it usually takes approximately three weeks time before the body fully adapts to a keto diet and you're in the much sought after state called ketogenesis. One more disclaimer, I don't believe in restricting myself to any particular dietary philosophy, but I like experimenting in the gym with different angles and weight loads and repetitions, etc., and equally with different dietary ideas in order to prevent my body from adapting to any one thing. I like to push my genetic potential. After all, food is biochemical energy, which means every time you and I consume a meal, we are in effect tinkering with our biochemistry. This is why I encourage my clients to understand the basic biological processes occurring every moment of each day in their bodies. See, I need them to understand that they are indeed biochemists of sorts, whether they have any formal education or degree to substantiate such a claim. For they possess the power to switch on and to switch off genes that either add to their health or subtract from it. So says the relatively new science of epigenetics. Now I will be discussing the science of epigenetics in future episodes, but for now let it suffice to say that you are ultimately in control of the conversation of what you should eat. Oh, did I mention how much energy uh, I had after the keto diet? I, I also suffered from zero brain fog, uh, afternoon energy lapses, where before I, I felt like I needed either an energy boost or a nap. But what I was most surprised by was the unanticipated benefit of clear, moister skin and shinier hair. Still, what really blew me away from the keto diet was I now had greater memory retrieval and retention than I had experienced on other diets. Now, I honestly did not see that coming. Now, I know there are those who have experienced similar results while on a vegan diet. In fact, that's one of the big claims vegans make, that they reach a level of mental, even spiritual clarity they've never experienced before going vegan. Well, now I can assure you a porterhouse steak will not get you to nirvana, but eating red meat, poultry, or eggs is no dietary boogeyman to fear either. Like I told my client, everything works until it doesn't. Meaning, any new dietary or workout regimen you introduce to the body will likely work initially as the body adapts, but there will come a point in time of diminishing return when most 
will begin to chase the next fad diet or the work next workout craze because they don't understand their body's basic physiology. But no matter what I say, there are people out there, millions of them, in fact, who are terrified of making food and dietary choices for themselves. They don't eat sugar because, of course, we know how awful that stuff is. They won't eat bread or any kinds of grains. They refuse to eat butter or eggs or drink a glass of milk or eat a piece of meat because they've been convinced that all are straight from the pits of hell and that the rest of us are just a spoon or a forkful away from cancer, heart disease, and stroke. Maybe they've read the China study or watched documentaries like Fork Over Knives or more recently What the Health. Maybe they believe that anything over 50 grams of carbohydrates will make them fat or worse, will kill them. Almost all my clients fall into one or the other camp. So I have pledged to stand against such dietary dogma and darkness. For if something as simple and as germane to life itself as eating becomes something we stress or guilt over with every bite, then we are not only drinking the Kool-Aid, we are doing so with added sugar. Dear friends, I wish above all things that you be in health and that you prosper just as your soul prospers. You have been listening to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio with your host, Tiaja. Please join us next week as we further discuss the controversial subject of what should we eat. And don't forget to check out our website at www.urbanxfitness.net. Once there, uh, why not navigate to the Connect With Us tab and drop us a line or leave a comment or a question you might have regarding any of our broadcast. You will also find our online store, the Urban Experience Fits, stores one and two, as well as our top-selling nutritional supplements like Cherry Minerals or Ion Magnesium and also Kiani products. And coming soon, our online bookstore featuring our upcoming release, The 10 Seeds Planted for Health, along with other powerful authors and eBooks that have been written to challenge the fitness between your ears. Until next week, happy Thanksgiving, and always walk in health and peace.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.